On January 10th, I lost one of the most important people in my entire life, my grandfather, Andrew Eichner. And the past week and a half has been nothing but easy for me. He was everything you would want a grandpa to be. He was fun. He was loving. He taught me lessons. He was my greatest supporter. He just, he enriched life so much. And to be honest with you, it's very difficult for me to picture the rest of my life without him. And it's been hard to record these podcasts this morning, but I know that he would want me to keep going. And he was always so proud of me, my career, my writing, my accomplishments. So this one is for you, Gramps. In the grand scheme of life, what I've learned in the past week and a half since my grandfather is the very first person in my almost 33 years who I have lost. He makes losing my job and getting laid off virtually meaningless. Um, To tell you a quick story about the day I got laid off, I always, my grandparents lived 15 minutes away from me growing up. And, you know, once I moved out of my parents' house going on seven years ago this year, um, my husband, then boyfriend at the time, you know, we moved and we were about 20, 25 minutes away from them. So not a big difference, right? I was at their house all the time. You know, when I had vacation days from work, I would be there. And I know it sounds bizarre to some people, but I just, I love being with my grandparents. They they are just, anyone that knows me, especially my close friends, know how strong the relationship is that I have with them. And it's not only me, it's my siblings and my cousins too. It's just, you know, they are everything to us. So anyway, the day I got laid off, um, obviously I was free and (laughs) my first inclination was to go and visit them. So I went to, um, my family store, you know, my, my husband's mom and, um, my aunts and uncle have an Italian deli in St. James, which is close to us. And, um, so anyway, I picked up some sandwiches for them as a surprise and I went to their house. And, um, when I walked in, both of them were shocked to see me and they were kind of just like, you're off today. And I was like, Oh, you know, sort of. And I told them not to worry or get upset and, um, shared that I was let go. And (laughs) if, if you knew my grandpa in true form, he yelled, what are they idiots? And um, to know him was to love him. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not doing a good impression of him right now. But, you know, anyone that knew him intimately could hear the inflection in his voice when he said that. Um, My grandpa was an extremely hardworking man. And um, he was the father of six children. Now, imagine that. There's no way I can imagine having six kids these days. Like, that to me, I mean, is a massive accomplishment for my grandparents in and of itself. But um, he spent the bulk of his career working at 9X, which became Bell Atlantic, which he lovingly referred to as the phone company. And he worked his way up through the ranks. He started low level and um, eventually got up to management and then became the chauffeur, chauffeur for the head of the company. And man, did that guy love driving. (laughs) And he loved talking about driving, the CEO. Um, You know, my grandparents have 17 grandchildren and nine great-grandchildren. And my grandpa always impressed upon the importance of working hard and putting our best foot forward. He was always so into our careers. 
I mean, couldn't fathom what what we did because, you know, my brother, my sister, myself, and many of my cousins, you know, work on the computer, which is something he, he just really couldn't grasp. Um, the wide majority of us have worked or do work remotely, which is another thing. I mean, like he asked, he, I, one of my favorite things that he ever asked me is, I don't understand. How do you work from home? Like, where are your files? And he's he's thinking like physical folders, like you would go through like a filing cabinet, or it makes me think of like how libraries used to have um, like uh, the drawers at the library where you would go through the directories looking for authors and titles as opposed to electronically. And it was just so funny how like old school he was that he really just couldn't wrap his head around it. But um, regardless, he he was he was at all all of our graduations. I mean all of our accolades. He was always present at throughout all the years. I mean, if you think about it, 17 grandchildren, and we are dispersed throughout the country. A lot of us are rooted on uh, Long Island in New York. Uh, that's where I hail from. But um, many there are some in California, some in Tennessee, and have lived in other states over the years. So, you know, he has always been present for us. But it really, his passing has really made me think that, you know, Jobs are rentals, but people are also on loan to us for a limited time only. So this goes back to, you know, one of my intentions in episode one, where I said, never sacrifice my family for my job. And it really made me realize that family is everything and they are not going to be here forever. And I knew in my mind, my grandpa, my grandpa would have been 93 this Saturday. You know, I, I'm an adult. I'm not stupid. It was inevitable. No one lives forever, right? But at the same time, almost 33 years will never be enough for me. And I know that many people listening to this can relate with your loved ones as well. And I know something that I will always carry with me is to hold both my career and hard work because that is what he constantly preached in all aspects of life and my family in such high regard. And a part of me felt very guilty about pursuing this podcast and continuing on with writing my newsletter because I'm so impacted by the fact that he's not physically here anymore. And I I did feel guilty just kind of continuing on with things. Like I feel like I should be grieving and in mourning, which I am. But at the same time, I know grandpa's in heaven, like looking down at me right now. He's probably listening to this live. So I hope he, I hope you're really enjoying this one, Gramps, because it's all about you. Um, I know that he would want me to um, keep working hard and, and keep doing what I'm doing. And anecdotally, I mean, and I'm not going to get preachy on here, but at the same time, I'm Catholic. My grandpa was such a huge proponent of teaching us the power of faith and the love of God throughout my entire life. He passed that, you know, down to his children. My mother passed it down to us. Um, so this story really rings true for me. Um, I had a verbal job offer pretty days after I got laid off. And, um, it was pretty much conveyed as a slam dunk and solid gold. So I was kind of just waiting to get through the holidays. You know, it's a crazy time. You know, people are busy to, to uh, have the paperwork generated and have everything finalized. And I told my grandparents, 
right away because I sh- I share things with them very openly. And um, they were ecstatic. And I found out my grandpa even called ex- extended family even at this point when he was very sick with, you know, a sore throat. And it's so funny because he, he struggled to talk with some of us, but I'm like, how, how the hell is he well enough to hop on the phone and tell people about the fact that I'm getting a job? So it's just class, classic grandpa. But, um, anyway, I had discussed a very prospective start date of Monday, January 9th. And, um, I, you know, I'm following up back and forth. I'm not hearing anything. I'm starting to get nervous that, you know, this really isn't something that's in my back pocket as it was perceived to be. And I found out on Friday the 6th that the position no longer existed. And man, I, I can't even tell you how I felt at that point. But since I was now newly free, I decided to spend Monday, January 9th at my grandparents' house uh, with my daughter and um, my mother and a few of my aunts. And my grandpa was not doing well at this point. Um, He had been sick for a while. He was the type of person, the life of every party needed to be the center of attention and the topic of every conversation. Um, And he just wanted to lay down in bed. And, you know, we all knew that the end was around the corner, right? We didn't know when, you know, we never know when, but we knew it was coming. So anyway, I spent the day there and then, you know, Mia and I went in and we said goodbye to him in the late afternoon. I, you know, took his hand in mine. I squeezed it. I kissed him on the forehead. I told him how much I loved him. And I woke up to a text message from my dad um, at around 2.30 the next morning that he had passed. So, I mean, if that is just not the grace of God and the reason in my mind why I got let go and why this new job did not work out because I was given a gift of saying goodbye and being with my grandfather on his last day on earth. And it is truly something that I will never forget as long as I live. And I am so grateful because there is a plan that is larger than all of us. And honestly, it's very, it's unfathomable. I mean, here I am thinking that Oh my God, I got laid off. Oh my God, you know, getting excited about having a new job that, you know, was a position that I really wanted and then having that fall off and then having my grandpa pass days after. But really it's, it's a message from above that I really got the gift of time and I was able to be fully present with my family. And to be totally honest with you, the aftermath, I couldn't even picture working. Instead, I was able to spend the time with my grandma, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, um, be fully present at the wake and the funeral and cry and mourn. And and I don't mean to record this podcast to be depressing. I'm just trying to prove a point that, you know, grandpa always said to work hard. And even though I felt let down that, that these, these career bumps happened pretty consecutive consecutively for me that sometimes it's for the greatest good because sometimes someone upstairs knows when you're going to need a redirection in life and you know god gave me that extra time and now grandpa really loved my writing and my work ethic he he truly was my biggest fan he always told me how proud of me he was and this is why i'm up at 4.15 this morning recording this podcast because 
though my heart aches beyond belief, I'm doing this to honor him because he is my guardian angel. And like I said, he he's getting the live show right now. He would never know how to tune into Spotify or, <laughs> or Google or Apple to listen to this. But I know that he is sitting up there right now, looking down on me from heaven and he's clapping his hands because this is what he would want. And I know that he's going to help me find my next role. He would always, and again, if you knew grandpa, you knew his tone of voice, you knew his mannerisms and his, bo his body language. He, he was true one of a kind. He would get in your face. And for me personally, I know he would take his, he would take his index finger and he would go, Stephanie, remember, hard work always pays off. And he's still doing it, but he's doing it from above now. I love you, grandpa.